this thing on. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> Monday, you guys, and happy Halloween. Thanks for joining us for part two of the Slutty South, previously on Mixed Opinions. I think for me, though, like, in retrospect, I also feel like people don't give, you know, those single fathers or those single, you know, mothers, Mm -hmm. you know, the credit that they deserve. Like, you have to think, like, there's two of y'all, you know, raising this one child or these three people imagine you know the one mother who like you know the spouse died or you know the husband left and you know she's providing you know going to work every day and providing for the kids I feel like the the credibility and you know like giving some grace and empathy is also something that lacks oh well this entire country yes has there is a huge deficit of empathy and understanding I, I wholeheartedly believe that you'll hear me say that if if I'm not saying it, uh, you know, once every other podcast, I've I've forgot the message of this whole thing. Like empathy and understanding has went out of the fucking window, and bashing. And I don't care if you're in the South, the North, or where the fuck ever. Like empathy and understanding has went out the goddamn window. But no, I, I don't, I think that when we're sitting back and we're talking shit about other people and I'm going to stay stuck on the single parenting thing for a second, I have people talk shit because maybe every other weekend I go to the bar or I go out for a dinner night with my friends or maybe I don't do it every other weekend. Maybe I do it once on a Saturday or Friday night every week, one time every week. Well, here's my thing. I'm single. If you stayed shut up in your house without a partner, without your husband, 365 days of a year, like, who are you talking to, first of all, if your kids are younger? Like, your kids are always going to be younger than you. Who the fuck are you talking to? Um, Like, how are you maintaining your sanity? So, yes, I'm going to go to dinner with my friends. I'm going to go out dancing. I'm going to go to a bar and drink um, or whatever it is that I made so ever choose to fucking do but like okay you're gonna say let's say i go to a bar or something like that and i come home after my kids asleep all these people saw me out in the bar drinking and suddenly i'm an alcoholic or i'm a terrible mom but like there's so many posts this is why i'm saying this there's so many posts talking about i want a woman that's at home with her kids and not out in a bar well i see a bunch of couples post pictures of them having cookouts drunk as fuck with their kid playing right beside them. Like, how is that okay? Like, if what I'm doing is not okay, I'm drinking away from my child, they're never seeing their parent consume alcohol or abuse alcohol or be intoxicated. Like, I'm not saying that what you're doing is wrong, but how are you drunkenly acting a fool or, you know, whatever you're doing, having a good time, whatever, around your kid? How is that better than what i'm doing like that's my thing i think we should just kind of think before we talk shit yeah because your kid is tucked in bed 
perfectly fine safe at home with, yeah. with other family members or a babysitter, whatever the case may be, they're, you know, you know, they're going to have to drive home, you know, with their kids in the car. They're you right. know, the kid is seeing, you know. Or what if your kid, like, I don't know, cuts himself or falls and hits his head and he starts, like, who's taking that child to wherever, like, to the hospital? Like, I have a sitter. And I am out and I am living my adult life away from my child. How is it that because you have a husband or a wife and you're living your adult life right in front of your children? Because I grew up that way. I mean, I grew up with my parents getting drunk with all of their friends and us, all the kids running around in the yard. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying, how are you going to look at me? Like something's wrong with me when I choose to not do those things in front of my kid. Mm -hmm. So that's my point. Like, I think, and and that's just one example that I've chosen to use because that actually directly applies to me. I've had people say stuff to me about how, like, I go and and I have a good time or I quote unquote party with my friends. And I'm just like, well, maybe you should probably, like, think about the fact that you're partying too. You just have your kids in the yard or in the house while you're doing it. Like... You're not doing really anything differently than me. It's all about the scenery. That yep. That's the only thing that's fucking different. The scenery and the audience. But how do you condemn yeah. a grown-ass adult? You know, it's their prerogative to make their own decisions and stuff like that. Right. So let them be them. Mm-hmm. Your, your kid's not hurting. It's taking I'm care not doing of hard drugs. Exactly. You're just having... We're not living in an impoverished situation where I'm spending more money on alcohol than I am on my child's clothes. Y'all, y'all are taken care of and my thing is you know you you everyone grows up and earns more trust as they grow up so Mm -hmm. that they can make their own decisions Mm -hmm. and be you know a responsible adult why are you condemning people for making responsible decisions right also like the whole like in the south like you know there's two different sides that i've noticed there's the christian side where oh they can't see me drink. They can't see me drink. You know, like, drinking isn't a thing. But then, you know, we're going to turn on the radio and write down, you know, write down the street to pick up the mail at the, you know, the post office. Eight songs played about, you know, this man drinking a beer with, you know, and with his friends or going on a boat or, you know, picking up this, you know, this chick, whatever. Like, right. how do we, how's that even, you know? Right. It's It's just hard. The balance is hard. Um, and I think that if you're a truly good Christian, what you would recognize is that the balance is hard for anybody. Whether you're busting through the doors of church every time that they're open, or if you're sitting at home and being spiritual and faithful to God there, whatever it is. I mean, or if you're none of the above, but it's hard for everybody is what I'm saying. Life, li- life is hard for everybody. This is funny. Actually, swerve. Um, Squirrel. I told one of my friends the other day, I'm like, all life is, is you being handed a big bowl of bullshit and the universe watching you choke that shit down. Like the universe laughing while you choke that shit down. Absolutely. (laughs) That's what it is. So like, can we all just acknowledge that and stop talking shit about each other? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. I would rather have someone who's a little bit more candid about their struggles and, and stuff like that. Then, you know, because everyone's struggling, but don't, right. don't, everyone can always do better. Exactly. But don't hide it and make yourself look holier than thou. Right. Perfect. And all of that. Like, 
Like you're doing no wrong. Because I, I can I read have... I can read between your little Facebook posts. Right. Yes, your marriage and your family and all that is perfect. But I promise you there's rumors around town of of shit that y'all are doing, I'm sure. Oh sweetie. Yeah. If all of these women that are listening to this in my immediate area, if any of them do, I feel so sorry for what I'm about to say. If all you hookers knew how many of your men had been in my Facebook DMs, you probably wouldn't fucking talk shit. That's all I'm gonna say. Like that's <laughs> all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm going to say. And you know what? The single mom is the one that's looked at him and been like, don't you have a wife at home and beautiful children that you should probably be tending to instead of talking shit to me on my fucking Facebook? That is the whole reason I deactivated that son bitch for a while. That is why I have purged my Snapchat. I got so sick and tired of the men around here. Like, talking shit. All I'm gonna say is, there's a whole lot of glass uh, glass houses around this motherfucker. I'm gonna need y'all bitches to stop throwing stones, honey. Yeah. Stop throwing stones. Uh, I mean... They'll, they'll keep doing it, though. They will. Yeah. But you know what? That house is gonna come down on them eventually. Yeah. That's how I feel. Like, the bullshit... T- like, all of the bullshit that engulfs them. Like, that's not a sustainable way to live. I think when you're honest, though, about your stuff and, and something else happens, it's like, oh, you know, like, you know, they're human kind of s- situation. But mm-hmm. the more you act like your life is perfect and shit like that and something comes out about you, that damn castle is crumbling. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's better, like you're saying, to just be transparent, to just acknowledge that. Not that your dirty laundry is for everyone to know. No, no. But it all typically comes out, especially in small town areas like this. It just be authentic and also be humble. You know? Yes. Humble. Right. That's so important here because, you know, again, no one's perfect. Something's going to come up. A husband's going to, you know, end up, you know, cheating or a kid's going to have this happen. You know, life is life. Right. Um, But acting like it will not happen to you is naive, ignorant and you know just it's just unrealistic yes like to be honest with you to act like you're gonna stay stuck in this like idealized version of life is unrealistic you remember i was taking pictures of a couple and you're like oh my god that couple looks so beautiful i wish i had what they had and i was just like you do realize that they were cussing each other slam the fuck out the entire time i'm taking these pictures that's pretty much like that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. And it life is just kind of raw like that. Mm-hmm. And I think for anyone they to sit there. They try to live life through a filter. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think for anyone to... I actually had to tell my guy friend that the other day. I was like, look, if a bitch throws up a whole bunch of pictures on Facebook and Instagram and they're all filtered, don't fuck with her. Like... Who is she? Huh? Right. Exactly. Like... To be honest with you, like, it's more telling if someone stops posting altogether. Like, right now, me, I'm I've, I'm insecure about the weight that I've gained, so I haven't been fo- posting as much. But I guarantee you one thing, you go onto my Instagram or my Facebook, 50% of the shit that I post, if not more, is not filtered. It is not filtered. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I want you to see me. I think more. I think people would honestly feel a lot better about themselves around here if they would just let us see them. Like, let me see you. Yeah. Let me really see you. Um, but again, that's also goes back to being your authentic self. Right. You don't want to 
it's so funny to me that people want to live through like a filter, whether it's what they're telling people or like you said, you know, their Instagram or some kind of social network that they have. You living your life through a filter and you look like you're Jennifer Aniston, but then, you know, they pull up to a bar to hang out with you and you ain't looking so right and you look like Mama June. <laughs> like, you look busted as it fuck. It's not it. it no, is not it's not. It. Mama June. Who the fuck is, <laughs> who is Mama June? I do think that this is a beautiful place to live, a beautiful place to be, though. Like, um, scenery-wise, I think that you can go... Three hours, three and a half hours one way and get the ocean, three and a half hours another and get the mountains. Like, I hate the fact that, you know, you feel like you're in a sauna during the summertime, but with all the humidity, but it is a beautiful place to be. I I enjoy, I have enjoyed living here. I know that you don't want to always be here. I don't know that I always want to be here. I will say that. Like, I just think there's more for me out Mm -hmm. there, but I'm not going to knock that it's, a beautiful place to live. Um, I just think it's a very hard place to blossom as a person. So, and um, I think where we live, particular to what um, to our specific location, I feel like, like you said, we have so many different avenues and places where we can go and travel, which is like amazing. But for the growth purposes of getting to know people in their authenticness and I feel like there's a lot of clicks and stuff like that so that's really difficult but being as though like South Carolina as a whole is is super pretty and like you said there's a lot of places to go but for me I wouldn't want to stay in an area to where I can just go all the time you know what I mean I want to be in a community where I feel respected and you know it's actually community I feel like right now it's just great because you know three hours down the road it's you know or four hours is Tennessee and then there's Atlanta and then there's this place yeah I feel like it's just like an easy getaway kind of situation right yeah right I don't I don't know how I'd feel about living in a super large city either because of where I've grown up it's an adjustment yeah but I would like to just get out of here a little bit um and and I think the thing is is like you talked about clicks there's gonna be clicks everywhere you go I think it's just finding like this sounds shitty I mean but it's kind of just finding the one that you fit into yeah which sucks because I hate to think about cliques outside of high school, but that really is just what the fuck it is. Like, a community is a, a community that you fit into is essentially a clique you fit into. Yeah. It might be a clique of 300 people, but it's still what it is. I feel like, though, with the cliques, with what I'm um, trying to say is, like, yeah. from where I grew up, yes, there were cliques, but everyone was open-minded, so everyone had an opportunity to befriend people you could co-mingle yes coexist very easily for me with everyone in the narrow-mindedness it's like if you are if you have nine of the ten boxes checked but that tenth box you don't check fuck you yeah fuck you fuck you like get the fuck away from me i don't give a fuck about being around you just fuck you don't even fucking breathe the same air as me right how fucking dare you the audacity to breathe yeah goddamn same air as me you got some nerve. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, I hope that for anyone that's listening that may can relate to any of the things that you're that I'm saying, whether it's, or that we're saying, whether it is in the South or anywhere in the fucking country, I hope that you find a way to 
be your most authentic self. And I hope that you find a community of people to truly, that'll truly allow you to co-mingle and coexist with them in harmony. I don't think that this is something that, you know, people that are truly in the South are feeling, but I know that I had to, you know, start this episode because... We had to have a little vent set. Yeah, because, like, I just get sick of the shit. Like, it's so necessary. Everything that we just fucking said, it's so fucking necessary to just get that out in the open. I, like, I'm all about busting a bubble. Yeah, and no matter, like you said, no matter what what area of the world they're in being your authentic true self and just you know having conversation and being able to um share love and opinions and stuff like that that's all that matters right i think bottom line is like no matter what small town area you're in area you are in wherever in this country like maybe it works for you maybe it doesn't but for the ones that it works for, like, cut the cut the quote-unquote weirdos a fucking break. I mean, honestly, you'd probably be doing somebody a favor to keep your narrow-minded-ass opinions to yourself. Yes. And go fuck your wife and not your brothers. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Dead. Like, what do you think about, like, Small Town South? What do I think about Small Town South? Because you've been to a few small towns. It's not just here. I think I see potential in the area. He's being nice. I am being nice. (laughs) Um, I think there, there could be potential, but there also has to be definitely, like, recognition of change. Um, because currently I feel like there's a lot of, like, injustice going on in Small Town um just like again with how people are treated or you know the lack of growth and things like that um for me I've never lived in some some place so small like this before yeah where I felt like I don't know it's just it's a weird cultural dynamic for me (laughs) for fucking you I live here yeah but I mean imagine like me like you know going from new york to here like that's that's a huge thing can you see me with a southern gentleman i can definitely see with a southern gentleman i think wherever that fucking unicorn is yeah wherever that unicorn is wherever you are holler right (laughs) whatever bar you're at right now (laughs) um hey bartender yeah come and give me your number um (laughs) Wherever our unicorn is, I feel like, I feel like it would happen for you, definitely. I feel like it just, you, I feel like they would, A, have to present themselves to you in such a way, because I feel like you don't put up with bullshit kind of situation. Yeah. Um, I also feel like you would just have to relinquish the control and just let... I'm not dealing with, like, if they're modern, then that's one thing I can deal with. So, like, uh, it's interesting that you think that I could be with, like, a Southern gentleman. Because when I think of Southern gentlemen, I still think of the conservative, like, traditional household roles thing. Oh. And um, maybe, I'm not going to say in, like, such a way that's, like, disrespectful to women. Yeah. But 
I'm never I'm still a hot man that you're gonna meet at the bar who can take you out on a date. And oh, well, I mean, like, like, really like yeah, yeah, but that doesn't have to be a southern gentleman. I think that I feel like for me, it's gonna take like more of a modern man. Gotcha. Yeah, like where southern, northern, whatever, liberal. <laughs> Yeah. whatever like conservative i don't yeah. fucking know but whatever he is he's gonna have to be modern mm-hmm. um i don't think that because i am i consider myself dominant and very modern myself like even without the dominance i consider myself very modern myself and i i don't want that to change so, and I also wouldn't want somebody to change the way that they think and way they feel to be with me. I don't think, I don't forever foresee you with some small town country man, by any means. Country man. Country man. Hello, ma'am. Yeah, country man. Ye. However, fucking ye. <laughs> however, I do, I could see you, no, like we said, no matter if it was country or whatever, just a general gentleman. gentleman Jenna. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Um, <laughs> um, because the thing about them is, like, you know, just they wanting, you know, to treat the woman right and take care of the, you know, take care of them and have them be authentic and all that stuff. And, yes, I feel like a lot of elements have to be more modernized, you know, just the understanding of the roles that are different from you yeah. know, what tradition has taught us. Because right. the woman shouldn't be the only one who's doing the dishes and the man will not be the only one who's working. Unless that's your thing. Like, that's great. Right. But, um, that wouldn't work for me. Yeah. Like, I won't be the breadwinner, but I also certainly won't be sitting at home. Oh, like, fuck that shit. I want to be the breadwinner. What? I want to be the breadwinner. You want to be the breadwinner? Have your man come home with his little... As you're coming home, he's like, you know, Swiffer dusting. I'm fine house. with that. I'm sure you would. I'm... Or I'm not... I, when Shit, I say breadwinner, when I say breadwinner, though, I just mean like I, w- I wouldn't mind making the, m- the uh, most money because also this I'll is get him why. A duster and a little, a little fucking frame. apron. Yeah. That'd be hot. Yeah. I think that would be sexy. Yes. My man's. You're welcome. With nothing but the fucking apron on and like a little man thong and those little. Yes. But no, like I. <laughs> um, before you get a heart on. Uh-huh. I wouldn't I like I don't care who makes the most money but it wouldn't bother me at all if I made more yeah I think also it's because I've found that men can be stingy with their money yeah and I'm not I kind of like distribute things fairly but so, that's also like another conversation for another day about like, right you know, oh my god about the the pay gap right not yeah. just the pay gap but like well, yeah, we'll just, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just stop that there. Um, cause for me, I like, I want to spoil you. Right. Yeah. But I also don't want to be, I don't want to be like you. left fucking high and dry yeah. without anything. Like, I'm sorry, but like, I know. think that that's just a different level of vulnerability that, that I, that mo- more frequently women put themselves in. I, like ladies, I'm not knocking your, you know, stay-at-home mom or unemployed wife lifestyle, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to need y'all to be tucking back your motherfucking allowance is all the hell I'm going to say. Ain't no way in hell. Because I do know women that was living at home unemployed with their children 
And their husband left one day and never fucking came home for her and her kids to just suddenly be homeless. So it's like, think think about what you're doing. Always have a side hustle is like my thing. Like if you're not going to be the breadwinner, then you should definitely be tucking back. You should definitely have a savings if possible, have a side hustle. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I don't give a fuck, like, who's the breadwinner in the household, like, man or woman, what the fuck ever. You know, just have have your savings. Have that nest egg. Ain't nobody going to leave me and me not have any money, is all I'm going to say. Part of, like, I think the modern way as well is although, like, as a union, you share you share monetary stuff. There's so many couples that I know that she has her own bank account and he has his. And right. Deliver, you know, like one pays for the mortgage and the one pays all the other bills. And so for me, the idea of literally just having one joint account is a mm. weird phenomenon for me. I don't think that I could ever, I think you should have multiple accounts. I think, so how many accounts do you think we should have? I think that we, I mean, if you want to, Daddy. Okay. But. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, madam. <laughs> oh, my um. Um. I think I that one for husband, one for wife, like one mine, one your. Let's just if we're a couple, one for me, one for you. A joint banking account that we could split bills. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. However, we split bills. I'm not saying it has to be 50-50, but a joint bank account for our bills. And then I feel like a joint savings. Or do you think that it sh- you should each have your own savings? I was going to say five. I think each one should have their own checking where they get their paycheck in. Each should have their own savings. And then the joint one goes into a joint savings account. Whether it was them deciding as a couple that they were going to run it. Really, that would be six, wouldn't it? Yeah. Two checkings, two savings, and a joint. But are you going to have a joint savings, too? Like, what if you have kids? Like, you know what, what I'm saying? What? Well, I mean, then I guess six. But yeah. for me, I was saying... It's a whole that, lot of fucking bank accounts. I know. I don't know if I could handle that. Um, but for me, the joint would be whether, you know y'all decided to renovations on the home and or you know or y'all were doing a, a huge family vacation and y'all were each gonna you know funnel money in each i think for my sanity i would probably have like a joint checking a joint savings and then my own individual checking because you can always decide to leave money tucked wherever right like or having a yeah i mean that's not really that many if you think about it like and yeah I think six is a good thing. If you have children, if you don't have children, then maybe the additional bank account, the additional like couple savings isn't like you could just come to an agreement like, hey, I want to use this amount of my savings. Like, oh, we want to do a home renovation. You know, babe, let's both pull 15 grand out of our savings to do this $30,000 home renovation together. Like, but I think if you have children, like having that couple savings would be smart. How many swinger communities do you think are near us? With as sexually frustrated as all these small town people are, I bet there's several. I feel like there. I know there's at least one in my area because I know I've known a couple of guys that are a part of it. I think the thing for me is also part of like you know the holier than thou, you know slutty south. I feel like 
there are, because there are less gay clubs or, Mm -hmm. you know, sexual whatever, like anything that's a little bit more promiscuous or sexualized. The the strip clubs around here are fucking trash. (laughs) They're not only trash, but I feel like I've noticed a higher rate of, you know, A, people getting pregnant because, Mm -hmm. you know, God forbid you walk into a Planned Parenthood or something. Or, you know, passing of, like, you know, syphilis or anything right. like that. Like, the beauty of that. So, um, I feel like STDs also are a little bit more rampant in, you know, this kind really? of... Really? Yeah, in the South. Like, I, f- I feel like people would be like, no, in the big city. But it's because everybody's so secretive about what they do. Everything they do is hush... Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, no, I'm agreeing. Like... It's truly because everyone's so secretive, so like hush hush about what you don't they're know doing. How many partners they had, and you know maybe they got their dicks fucking. People feel the ago. need to lie. Yeah. You but, can't just be open because there again, like if someone buys you dinner, you're supposed to be monogamous with them in that moment. It's like what the fuck. But even when up north or wherever, like in bigger cities and stuff, they have places where you can get you know contraceptives, and you know the idea of you know taking care of your sexual well being is is you know you more learn prominent. That at, you learn that at fucking like I remember learning that in fucking fifth grade about you know like what my body does and you know how to take care of it and stuff like that but i feel like i don't remember what grade we had sex ed but i feel like sex ed is more of a i feel like that happened in like eighth grade for us maybe i'm wrong yeah i don't it it, no it didn't happen at fifth so for us it happened in fifth grade where they introduced the body and stuff like that yeah and then in eighth grade um you learned about like sex sex but in fifth grade you learned like Mm -hmm what your reproductive organs do and how you can take care of yourself and puberty and all that, you know, happens. Yeah. And then obviously in eighth grade was that kind of side. Yeah. So. I do think that the slutty South is relevant though. I feel like people, because of all the secrecy, they're able to be like a lot skankier than you know, what you can be in a community where, like, sex is more vocalized. Sex and sexuality. Sexual experimentation. All experimentation. I'm say is if you're fucking repressed, you know, that's just gonna, that's gonna make you crazy and you're gonna do anything to, to get your fix. And that's mm-hmm. why I feel like that's why people have the issues that they have down here because in other places where people have respect and you know let people do what they need to do i don't feel like there's there's less cases of you know like there are so yeah there's less cases of like not just the stds and stuff like that but people being able to find themselves yeah i think it's it's sad that i know people that are fucking almost 35 years old and suddenly they're realizing that they may be a bisexual because they weren't able to experiment with that openly before now. It literally took them meeting the right partner that's like, hey, I love you anyway. I love you for you. Like, I think you're beautiful like or handsome or whatever, being just as you are. Like, one of my friends who is who is a bisexual, she was like, I couldn't imagine ever not being able to be me she she didn't really have anybody around her when she was a kid to make her feel bad which is uh, really sad honestly she didn't have a whole lot of parental figures but so she was always able to be openly her 
and find her sexuality really easily. But that's not the case for so many people. It's like, and what's so bad is, you know, you're used to parents being judgmental assholes, right? Because that's what parents are. Everybody's parents are that way. Pretty much. But when it comes down to, like, your friends not even, you know, wanting to hear about who you are or judging you for who you are. I mean, I had... I You recently watched me sit down in front of my friends and they were saying ew to something that someone did. And I was like, well, I've done that. And you know that I've done that. So is that ew something that you were internalizing before now when you were talking to me? And then they look at me and they were like, well, yeah, kind of. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, guess I won't be telling you shit anymore. Like, yeah. what I'm not going to do is sit here and feel bad for something that to me, is completely natural. Yeah. People feeling oppressed um, is something that I've known here because whether it's, like, the traditions, whether it's your religion, whatever the case may be, no one allows anyone to be their authentic self. And it can be dangerous when you do that for people who, especially with their sexuality, who don't know anything because, you know, whether they get pregnant or get a disease or... or even, you know, just the idea of, again, finding yourself such, you know, later in life where you're like 30, 40, 50, and you're just now being able to be your true self later in life. Like, that's so disheartening mm-hmm. because you lost so much of your life just to conform to everyone's, you know, beliefs or conform to what they wanted you to be. The amount of women, I, I will say this is women that I've spoken to. I don't have a lot of male friends that are in this age category that are in their late forties, early fifties. I've had so many about a, and I say so many, but about a handful at this point in my life, um, that I would consider friends or past friends. And they look at me. I had some of them look at me when I was 26 or 27 years old. And they're like, you are so beautifully. You, you are so free in a way that I didn't even know that a woman could be and in a way that I wish I would have been able to be an experience. And now I'm however old late there again, late forties, early fifties, and I am single or I am divorced or I am whatever. And I feel like I'm too old to be that person. Like, what do you think I need to do now? Mm-hmm. And So I think with the whole thing of this, like, oppression that happens here and all of the fucking stereotyping and hate, like, nobody has time to wait around on everybody to give them approval to just be who the fuck they are. So the only advice that I can give somebody is if they're not feeling like they can just be who they are in whatever town that they're residing is, is don't give a fuck and do you anyway well thank you so much thanks for having me this has been a a lot of fun actually yeah i had fun us exposing what it is to be a south carolinian or of southern culture like I love it. Yes. All the fucking tea. Behind the mic, too. She is whiskey in a teacup. Yes. But yes. Stand on the box. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Carrie. (laughs) Woo! Goodness.
Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> You'll be back. I'm sure. And that is where we end. That was good. And that was where. How do you think it went? I think it went well. Do you think I talked too much? No, I think I talked more. <laughs> <laughs>